Good afternoon, loafers. It's Wednesday, the 8th of March, and I think it's fair to say, let's get ready to rumble! Today, we're doing a boxing episode. Indeed. Vasty Boxing coming up on Saturday. No, Saturday. Friday. Friday. Friday evening. Um, so we have a tradition of cracking Stellas every time. We're not doing that this time because we've we'll come to reasons. be inspired by the boxing, <laughs> and for health reasons, we're not going to. But um, this is the sound of me cracking open opportunity to become a better man <laughs> this episode's gonna be i think a really good one we um it took us a while to get started because someone left the imac on all night and it just had this massive whirring noise and it took us 25 minutes to kind of restart it, it basically sounded like an air conditioner yeah, yeah we will find you and we will box you it turned <laughs> out um, it turned out the, res- the the solution was for ollie to unplug it wait 14 to 16 <laughs> seconds and then um <laughs> Stick it right back in the hole. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we all massively fell out, but this is a job. This is not for fun. So yeah. we're back here. We're, we're, we're all professional. professional. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at you, Adam. Yeah, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> <laughs> Adam just fucking drew. <laughs> <laughs> me and Adam had a boxing match. Is that thirsty for violence? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> it's what Ollie was turning me on. But anyway. Me and Adam had a boxing match a few days ago. He won by unanimous decision. I didn't. Mentally, I didn't take it that well. Obviously, I lost you did to not Grace. take it. Well. Obviously, I lost to Grace. But now that this beef has restarted, we've decided to become rivals. We're going to be training over the vac until Trinity, and as soon as we get medical to spar, um, that guy's going to get his head knocked in. It's going to be a Creed Rocky situation, big words, I think. Big words between Lopez. Apollo yeah. Creed died, just so you know. Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but not not at the hand of Rocky. I'm excited for the new Creed. Ivan Drago. You look, you look more like yes. Ivan Drago. Sorry? You look like Ivan Drago. Is he in the movies as well? Yeah, Drago's the one who kills Russian. Apollo. Swear He's like the Russian guy. It's so like Cold War-esque. Yeah. Like, have you... Boxer, well, the during the time, it's always the Russians versus and the he's, Americans. Yes. He's jacked on steroids too. Yeah. Well, today is a it's a boxing special, but also we do want to recount the uh, end of term, considering it's the end of season finale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Season finale How do we feel about that, boys? Bro, I'm so gassed we started this podcast. Yeah. Seven episodes, and we've lasted longer than most people thought we would. Yeah. yeah, I've never lasted this long in my life. 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 30 seconds has been my record, but now I've done seven weeks. So, you know, that is it crazy. goes both ways. <laughs> How far do you think we've come in terms of podcast quality? If you remember our first episode, we waffled about absolutely nothing. <laughs> and now, you know, we're starting to get themes. Just to really get you guys excited, next term, we're going to be hopefully bringing in lots of big guests, yeah. people you guys are going to know. I'm guessing. They're going to be big engagers. Hopefully, we can really grow the podcast. So, I mean, the more it grows, the better the content gets. We've got a whole like to-do list for what we're doing yeah. over the back. Like, the amount of work that's going to go yeah. in, I think um, we really want to bring you guys top quality Basically, content. Lucas basically brought all his like, work ethic and all his skills he got from the union. Yeah, he's unionized. Yeah, us, he's he? unionized. He's, he's given us back days. He turns the Mac towards himself so only he can yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a control freak with all the knobs, all the tech stuff. Like, yeah. he's doing all I like that stuff. kind of stuff, to be fair. It's because last, like yeah. last time you opened your computer in a union meeting didn't go that well for you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah. Let's not discuss oh, that. Shit. Let's not discuss that on a public forum. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who wants to know that story can ask me personally off the air. Yeah, if you you meet such a micro-celebrity. So today, it's not just a boxing episode, we're going to be talking about varsity boxing. And varsity in Oxbridge tradition is uh, basically a sporting match between the best that Oxford and the best that Cambridge has to offer. Um, it's super exciting. It hasn't happened in like three years because... Really? COVID? Yes. Yeah, so, so well, there was co- a controversy well, last year, wasn't there? Exactly. So in yeah. 2020, there was COVID. And in 2021, 
Um, I don't know how much I can reveal about the situation, but effectively, they discovered that Cambridge had been lying about the level of experience of oh, one of Typical the Cambridge, mate. Typical Cambridge. You know, slightly controversial because it's done only by weight class this year. No skill categories. So you could have two people in 71, say George is in 71, been boxing since he's 15. George is our friend, by the way. He's going to be coming on the podcast. He used to box regionally. Um, and he could be fighting against someone who, just because Cambridge don't really have anyone at that weight, who's never had a bout in their life and has been training for about eight weeks. So it's going to be pretty insane. Um, I mean, the loafers are going to be in full force in black tie. We're going to turn yeah, up looking like the that. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my Peaky Blinders hat is at home. I'll have Should we just have us a next day delivery Peaky yeah, Blinders cap? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get one. I'm actually going to get one. I've got like a French beret. Would that work? Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, for the bands. Really for the bands, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see George. I've never seen George in an actual fight, you know, apart from YouTube. So yeah. I'm excited to see this happen. He wasn't at Town versus mm. Gowden. And, and George isn't the only one um, who's yeah. featuring on the podcast today. So our college is actually blessed to have two varsity boxers. So Sorry. we've got um, another guy called Ade, who will be very interesting to have on, considering when did he start boxing? Yeah, you'll hear more about this when we interview him, but he displaced for Oxford captain was well it? the captain had to move down a weight class incredible 81 to like 75 or something also oh, he had to lose weight well, yeah. he had to cut six kilos i think yeah Within the span of and the only weeks. reason he managed to do that and he didn't get kicked out effectively was um because somebody else caught covid and so like the spot opened up from a 75 oh. and the captain was like fuck it i'm gonna cut weight oh, crazy. what do you think is the kind of motivation for people to get a blue in the in that kind of scenario is it um athletics is it like to be fit is it to kind of I think a blue is a blue career it's probably a pride thing to be honest I think a blue is a blue um in terms of motivations for boxing in general yeah insane for discipline you have to train so much harder be so much fitter than other sports like skiing I'm sure it's a lot harder to get a boxing blue than there's a skiing well no, honestly, in terms of in terms of the effort put in within like an eight week period, yes, sure. But skiing, you have to be doing it from a very young age. Okay, like like you, you, you couldn't build the skills, you couldn't just build the skills in eight weeks like Ade has. Like Ade has, that's just like yeah, but that's Ade, not feasible in skiing. But Ade also has a natural like talent to it, like a natural rawness so, yeah. which he could have like which he could sort of harness into boxing like how much of it is natural skill when it comes to skiing and how much of it is obviously there's, pe- there's people who pick up the skill more quickly like in terms of relative to the hours of practice some people pick it up more quickly but compared to but boxing compared to what you just can't pick it up in that amount of time unfortunately. yeah like but as in i mean the natural now that i now that i've been skiing for a long time i can if you know two or three weeks training will do me a bit of good but you know the difference isn't that huge and i'm like sort of already at a threshold where I'm not going to have to train super hard before Varsity or get insanely fit or anything. I mean, I've never skied, but I think, to me, it looks like a sport that um, you sort of, the more hours you put in, the better you become, right? Yeah, Whereas, like, with boxing, I think you could start from a higher, like, threshold in terms of, right, you have this base power, right? Which I think, Ade... At am- at amateur, certainly. If you've got insane power and you really work on your fitness and you're agile then you can train the accuracy of punches and stuff to a good amateur level really quite quickly, I think. But how, how do you think that compares to skiing? Like, what sort of things are you naturally... Like, what makes a naturally good skier without... You need... Really, you need flexibility, agility, leg strength. 
Okay. And is leg strength proportional to body weight, which is uh, I did I did skiing in varsity last year or whatever, and um, it's honestly really difficult. I think like when you get to the higher levels, I think for me it would take me a while to get to the higher levels. I mean, you notice when you do it that you feel a bit of like a fish out of water. Yeah. It really is different to boxing. I've never trained boxing. But I feel already more comfortable doing boxing than I did after skiing. Like, oh, I just think if you start if you start skiing at nineteen, there's very few cases in which you're going to be competing. Actually, though, well, the the um, that's not actually true. There's um, the first guy to ever win the World Cup, uh, who was British, started when he was like twenty, and he's currently thirty six, and he won it at like thirty four. Yeah, which cool. is insane. You can literally argue with the same for boxing. You can say, oh, you started. Well, Anthony Joshua like, started at eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, and Jake. I mean, you, but you can also say the opposite. You can say, oh, Jake Paul started really late. Tyson Fury's been boxing from a young age. Yeah, but I think boxing and, and skiing have these certain, like, different, like, predispositions, right? Like, skiing probably takes, you need a longer time than, like, boxing. They're two different sports. You can't really compare them in terms of... Just in terms sport. of the practice required yeah. to get the skill to be good. Since, since, since like, raw, obviously you need a threshold level of fitness, but since raw, insane fitness and power doesn't come in as much as skiing the skill is much more do you think it doesn't come in as skiing raw fitness and power no of course it does come it in does but the, like i don't you think reach, as much as you, re- you reach a threshold of fitness where you are fit enough to the point where if you have the technique whereas you can always be more powerful maximally. for boxing mm. do you get what i mean you yeah. can always you want to reach you can always your, like, hit harder you can always lift more weights yeah yeah okay okay so we're here with George Garner of Christchurch and of Varsity Boxing. Here we go, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, I'm George. Um, I had the pleasure of living on the same staircase as Ollie and Adam. I had the pleasure of being Ferris's chief partner as well. Um, yeah, boxing on Friday. Should be fun. Yeah, so how did you get into boxing? You did it when you were younger, right? So what, mate, how did it start? Mate, basically, when I was like about 11, my um, uncle, um, he was just chilling and um, he was like, do you want to watch a film? I'm like, yeah. He put on Rocky Four. Like, <laughs> and then for my like twelfth birthday, I asked for a punch bag and I just like hit it every day. And then I was like thirteen and my dad's mate was like, Do you wanna to come to a boxing gym? And I was like, Yeah. I went and just loved it. So I just kept training and then yeah, I had my first fight, um, just after my fourteenth birthday. Won it and then Let's go. It's like boxing you took it quite seriously and then you did like regional boxing yeah yeah i did um like england boxing national development championships um for a few good boys who folks like associate with england um yeah but then so in sixth form like i toned it down a little bit because of because of work and stuff and then kind of got quite unfit during covid so that sort of appeared to spur the end of my boxing career but was there ever a point where it was like academics or boxing yeah like year 13 like it wasn't really compatible because you know as i'm sure you guys know like if, you, if you're getting punched in the head in the morning your uh productivity and thinking skills aren't usually great <laughs> so, like if i was going to go on like a saturday and sunday for sparring like it was sort of wipe up wipe out the day which wasn't that like feasible when i had like a levels and shit um uh, and in the minute, like, it is kind of been in my work, I'm not going to lie, but I can catch up. My shoes are quite flexible. I'm probably not going to get the essay done, by the way, this week, Farris. Uh, <laughs> 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 Surely you can catch up. What do you think about, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, 
boxing causes like a lot of brain damage to a lot of people and stuff. Like, <laughs> you see Muhammad Ali, the greatest boxer yeah. of all time. Do you think like a lot of the benefits from boxing and stuff come from like the training, the mental, like the dedication, all that kind of thing, being able to defend yourself? Do you think is that like is boxing justifiable given like the danger it creates to people? Given that it's just a sport, like I think I'd firstly say like there's like there's not much utility of talking about like boxing as a whole because like the amateur and the professional sides are like so different in terms of yeah. the like the health risks so like amateur boxing actually is is rated a lot as a, a lot more of a safe sport than like rugby yeah, yeah. horse riding actually as well but really more than uh, horse yeah, riding yeah, well yeah because maybe people get a lot of broken backs and stuff oh, like that's true. to get yeah. thrown off the horse yeah, breaking yeah. arm um rugby actually has a high concussion risk mm-hmm. than boxing, yeah. so i don't think amateur boxing is that much more of a safe sport pro boxing on the other hand obviously is yeah. um I guess pro boxing though, like, you're dedicating your whole life to it. Like, if you end up a bit dumber by the end of it, obviously there's, (laughs) obviously, you know, obviously there's Alzheimer's and there's all these other, like, big issues. But if you're, you know, at that point you're choosing to go into it, it's just not like a casual thing, which a bunch of people are doing, so. Yeah, there's also the point of, like, you know, if you are going to make, like, 40 million, maybe that's worth it to lose a few brain cells. Yeah, that's true. At the same time, like, most professional boxers don't actually make that much money. Nonetheless, they get a bit dumber as a result. Most boxers do not make. You know they don't win more titles. They're, mm-hmm. yeah. they're not glorious. Like your your average boxer is, is a journeyman. So if you look at like your average professional boxer's yeah. uh, record, there'll be like thirty five guys on there who you've never heard of, who've probably lost like fifty fights, like six wins. They're making like two k a fight. They get ahead like absolute. Can I swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. A- their head absolutely fucking smashed in like, once <laughs> a month. Like they're, they're going in there to lose. Like the fights are effectively rigged. Like they're Did not. They're not. And Did you like, ever? A lot of boxers, they have the like long undefeated things. Yeah, who are these? Like, yeah, like Tommy Fury guys? started out, he's already got like a six and zero or something. Yeah, who and if you look guys? at his first fight, the guys are not, the guys are absolute idiots. It, like, it's, it's, it's exploitation. These guys have no other choice. Like they have no other job prospects. They're literally forced to go in there and just get their head smashed in by some guy yeah. to make money. It's a sad reality. It's, it's sad. But, Did you ever consider career in boxing? Yeah. Not, not. Re- like every kid's got a dream of like I want to be a professional footballer I want to be a professional whatever like obviously a few times I was like oh it'd be quite cool to be a world champion but like it's not realistic like it's not going to happen and certainly since like the age of like 16 I was just like I don't want to you come to Oxford so you've done yeah. alright was it a split decision between coming to Oxford or taking boxing either more professional nah, nah, not at all nah. <laughs> <laughs> no um, like, I look, like, like yeah okay I can get in the varsity team I'm not going to be a world champion pro like, my, okay. my ability is not it's not there like, so it yeah. wasn't like a Oh, like, I'm like, okay, and for some guys, I don't know, maybe you're like, I could, you know, I'm already at a professional club, could go pro Oxford. Like, I wasn't a professional level. Yeah. So um, now, before we, we close up the interview, um, we've got Varsity on Friday. How are you feeling? Do you know who you're facing, or is it still no? How Nerves. are you feeling for the fight? Nah, you don't know, you just get in the ring and fight her, it's obviously yeah, basically. Um, you feeling nervous? Not really the minute, but I think I will. Like, as, as time goes on, like, I will. Um, it's kind of inevitable, like all your mates are there and you've got to fight someone, like, yeah. you're going to be a bit nervous. Like, every boxer, even those that say they aren't, like, every boxer is nervous for a fight. Mate, the so, minute Bad and Bougie comes on, it'll just, you'll <laughs> yeah, just be yeah, vibing. Yeah, but, mate, you just got to get in the zone as soon as you walk out and music comes on. Yeah. I was going to say, you said to me, um, not on the podcast, something about how like, that there's, it's possible there's quite uneven matchups in varsity and you think it might end to like, lead up in varsity not ever happening. Like, What do you think about that? You think You think it's possible that like, like, how many unexperienced people are there in the Oxford team? Right, so, so the, the, okay. 
So, for, so firstly, like in, in amateur boxing, like you can only really match up against people that are like roughly the same ability, same number of fights, or whatever. And like historically in varsity, that's worked fine because most people came to Oxford or Cambridge with like no pre-fight experience. They started boxing in first year, second year, so the most they'd have would be like four fights if they did a pound and gallon in a varsity match. So everyone's kind of at the same level. But now what you have is like guys coming through that have had like thirty fights, like. Mm. 15 and you know in theory England boxing don't really sanction fights between guys with 30 fights in one fight because someone's going to get really badly injured um, yeah you know and if this trend keeps continuing like I don't know if they're going to be able to do but like a so tomorrow that can happen yeah on Friday yeah it's not sorry on Friday not quite that pronounced but they can happen how, how many, how many fights have you had I can't say I, I can't say like everything because there's stuff going on behind the scenes but um, I've had six this is my seventh okay. so I'm sort of in the bound of like it's fine but like okay, if yeah. you're if you're double figures like do you know like the best in Cambridge in your weight class like who you might come up against yeah. nah, no clue. you have no, no idea clue. I, I know they put, they didn't put anyone to box this year Fair. which is quite an indication like because we put two guys into box which is the like British Juniors Championship so yeah I think that's usually quite a good indication of ability like if you've got guys going into box they're usually pretty good we put two in and they put zero in so you know, I don't know how. You don't fancy doing any research into who you might be fighting. We got guys doing the research. Well, <laughs> anyway, I think that's all we have time for. Um, it's we've got to wrap up now. But thank you for joining us, George. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Good luck for the fight, man. You're gonna absolutely you. smash you it. And we're all gonna be there. My support. bitch is bad and booed. Cooking up the ooze. Alright, cheers. See you in a bit. Cheers. Yep. So we just heard from Mr. George Garner, guys. Next, we've got an interview coming up with Mr. Roberto Lacourt, four-time UK national champion. Hello? Hey, man. Hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it a lot. George, we just started a call, yeah. mate. Do you want to come? Yeah. Well, are you good? Yeah, how are you doing? Chilling, chill, mate. Chilling. So, uh, we heard you, the other guy forfeited fighting you. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I haven't had any uh, official... England books haven't told me officially, but my coach basically said that the fight's not going to happen. Okay, so officially you don't know, like, if you're fighting tomorrow or not? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit up in the air, but it's looking like I'm not fighting. Oh, okay. Um, have you been training for, like, different fights and stuff anyway? That's or? because... That's I've been preparing for... Um, my Dave, our coach, said that he was going to get me someone else to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more on my level because basically I have quite a lot of experience. I have 35 fights. Most of the boys uh, in this competition have about one or two fights. George yeah. six fights. That's, that's quite a lot. Yeah, it's um, quite a bit different. Huh? For this level. Yeah. So he was going to look for someone else to fight me. But basically, Cambridge have mucked me about a bit because they've been trying to make it so that our fight doesn't count towards like who wins at Oxford and Cambridge uh, in the varsity. Yeah, they've been trying to get me disqualified from the team for the past couple of weeks. Really? And um, is yeah, it? which is a bit of a piss take. <laughs> it's just like I've got a lot of. It's not your fault you've been fighting for longer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it shouldn't matter really. Like just because I'm, I'm more experienced doesn't mean I should be able to. Com- compete as competition there's a limit at the moment there's no rules that say that I should be able to box in it yeah so yeah yeah so um, 
Masters and that, what's going on? And then it's only been, it's only been recent, it's only been this week when they've told me that I've not been fighting, so those were trying to prepare me someone else to fight, but yeah. we haven't had enough time, so there's no bad books to Oh, fair enough, man. So, uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Do you want to tell us your name and a little bit about yourself, and then we can sort of get going? Yeah. All right, I'm Roberto Lacourt, and I don't know, I, I boxed out Oxford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, how did you get into boxing? My dad got me into it when I was really young. So I've boxed since about five years old. Crazy. Uh, okay, so your dad was boxing as yeah. well? Or, or? Well, my dad's a PT. He's just obsessed with fitness. Okay. He's Puerto Rican and boxing is a big thing there. So he thought he'd get me started on it early. Okay, fair enough. Did you spend any time there growing up and stuff? Or, or whereabouts did you grow up? I think George told me you were born in New York, no? Yeah, I was born in New York. Um, I've been to Puerto Rico a couple of times, but it's quite dangerous at the moment. Oh, yeah, of course. According yeah. to my dad. So I haven't been there for about six years, but I grew up in London. Okay, fair enough. Um, Whereabouts in London did you grow up? Um, Camden area. Oh, Camden, sick. Yeah, that's a nice yeah. area. What's your, like, yeah, local, yes, what's your local gym? So I don't really go, it's not really very close to anymore, but I go to a club in East London it's called Rainham Boxing Club. Uh, cool. I used to go to a club called Repton from like the age of 10 to 18, which is like more of an established club in Bethnal Green. Mm. Have you had like the same coach growing up or have you switched? I've, I've had a couple of different ones because um, the coaches come and go, but I've had the same coach for the past five years now. Oh, that, um, just on that note, um, we just wanted to ask, like, what you look for in a coach. Since you said that you've changed coaches, what do you usually do? You choose a coach, or do you just, or is it more random? Well, at the start, joining the club, well, when I started off, I didn't know what. Uh, obviously, I was young, and my dad didn't have a lot of experience in boxing, so we kind of just went to a club. I know a couple of different coaches there, but now what I look for is someone. My long-term aspirations are to win a championship with ABAs. Mm-hmm. So my current coach has won that, so that's obviously a good starting point. Knowing that he's achieved what I want to achieve. Yeah. And then um, I don't know. There's a lot of different factors. They need to be committed as well. They have to have good connections, so I can have good sparring. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing with boxing is there's a lot of politics a lot often, and co- a lot of coaches don't get on with each other. Like in the past, I've had coaches who just don't get on with any other coaches. It doesn't mean they, they don't know their stuff. But I can't get any sparring. I can't be booked. I can't get any practicing because they've got problems with everyone. Oh, that's so annoying. Nice. It's never a good thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. What What about uh, at Oxford? Like, what's the level of, of boxing at Oxford like? So compared to what I'm used to, I've I've, I've won four national titles and I've competed at a very very high level in the yeah. past. And obviously, going to Oxbridge, very few boxers who box at that level drop out. I've dropped out of school at 16. Like. Yeah. No, I'm very. I don't know any of them really. We've been going to Russell Group Unis really, maybe one or two. Um, so going to Oxbridge, most of the most of the boxers are novices. Right. Um, How is it like? Um, not really a lot of sparring here in Oxford for me. Yeah, fair enough. How is it balancing? Like, obviously, you're taking your training super seriously and stuff. Like, staying at Oxford, do you do you spend a lot of time like training in London and stuff? Like, is it is it hard to keep up with your degree at the same time? Yeah, yeah, it is hard. I can't do both at 100%. So I'm my third year. I've got finals this year. But this time, I basically said boxing's going to come first. I've done bucks. Uh, so I've been basically going back to London 
three or four days a week. Wow. And just put, so yeah, so I've been I'm, I'm a bit behind on work to be honest, but this back I'm gonna have to catch it up. Is what is. Is what is. How is yeah. box? Box is good. I've got gold medal. Oh, wow. uh, I think I'm nice. the first gold medalist for Oxford in 18 years. <laughs> Sick, man. In the men, in the men, yeah. So, and, uh, achievement. Quite happy about it. You said you're four-time national champion. What what age did you do that at? How was like? Was it sort of a consecutive thing? Or yeah, so it's been a bit off on and off. Um, obviously, I started boxing when I was very young. My first national title I won when I was I was thirteen years old. Mad. Um, yeah. And then I also won when I was 14 years old. But then I lost when I was 15. Mm-hmm. And then I won the number two when I was 16 years old. Yeah. Is it is it often like the same sort of people in the boxing circuit? Like there's a lot of people, there's like a small amount of people who yeah. are really taking it seriously and you're like boxing the same guys and stuff. Yeah, well, it does change. But I, I've seen, I've met a lot of people when I was like 10 years old and I still see them very regularly. Yeah. Wow. the shows and they yeah, so I was at a show last weekend and I saw loads of the boys I used to train with when I was 12. It was really funny. It's a nice little community. But in terms of competition, obviously, when you're younger, your weight's kind of spread out. People grow at different rates. Mm. So a lot of my competition, old competition, is kind of is like too small for me or too big for me. Oh, yeah. And I've also got a lot of new competition, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, just to move on to like actual fights, before you go into a fight, what's your mindset? How do you prepare for that kind of thing? Do you hype yourself up or do you just like go really calm? Well, I feel like the most important thing is not thinking, oh, what, could, what might happen to me? Will I get hurt? You want to think, well, what am I going to be able to do to this other person? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of think when I'm in that last hour or 30 minutes before my fight, I'm thinking, all right, I've trained so hard, so the hard work's done. Yeah. So now I've just got to kill this motherfucker in front of me. Oh, sorry, my language. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it's fine. No, 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 it's all good. I so, so, yeah, like, a lot of boxers, professional boxers and stuff, say you want to, like, just often they get super aggressive and you, like, you just want to kill the person in front of you. Do you think, like, it's good to sort of externalise that aggression or does it, like, carry on into different parts of your life and stuff, like? Well, the, what boxing has definitely taught me is yeah. kind of controlled aggression and... Not getting frustrated and not like I'm very good at managing my temper because mm-hmm. I, I get I'm, I get used to I've been used to getting punched in the face you know and I and not get upset or frustrated about that so yeah when I'm like conducting myself um, in public like I'm very composed mm-hmm. but when it comes up to boxing when I go in the boxing ring I yeah. can just switch on mm. in like a, in like seconds yeah. In the ring, is it more like, are you more calculated? Are you more like analysing them? Or are you trying to like harness this sort of aggression? Yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's a mix, really. But it is very calculated. I'm constantly thinking, all right, what, what can I do to crack this guy down? What, what are his weaknesses? But at the same time, I'm also thinking, I'm also waiting for him to trigger so I can step back and counter. Mm-hmm. So all the time, I'm waiting for, that, waiting for him to throw a punch because it could come at any second. But I'm also stepping, trying to push him back and looking for kinks in his armour. Mm. Yeah. No, I got you. So, on, on that note, like, who's the most difficult or known boxer you faced? Is there, like, people who are professional level now Ooh, and stuff? Right. Or? I mean, a couple of months ago in Tenerife, I was uh, sparring Callum French. Mm-hmm. He was in Team GB before rounds of them. I heard about that, actually, yeah. George, George yeah. said you gave him a good fight. Yeah, I did. I did. I surprised myself because, um, but it was just like every second we were 
I felt like it was a, just a really complex chess match. Oh, yeah. He was thinking about a million different things. And I had to do the same thing. I had to be looking at all my different calibers. Yeah. And I knew that if I wasn't throwing punches, like, he would settle and he would be thinking all the time. So I had to keep switching them all yeah. the way. Yeah, it was, it was an incredible experience. It's cool, man. I think boxing is like a lot more technical than a lot of people think. Like tactical, when yeah. you get higher. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Especially, especially at the lighter weights. Like it's all about speed and footwork. Your footwork mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. Moving all the time, it's very technical. People yeah. Don't realize it. People I feel like think it's two two boys in a ring like being. Beating each other up, but it's nothing about it's nothing about that at all. Do you ever have where like physicality comes into it a lot? Because at amateur level, like I've come to a couple of sessions now, I've been watching a lot, I've been talking to George a lot about it. Um, it seems like strength and fitness come into it a lot at like the lower levels because somebody could just out train you, right? And then and then they can just smash you. But at, at the sort of level that you're boxing at, does it tend to be like at in the end quite even because you're both basically training to maximum capacity and then it's about technicality and stuff, or does like like punch and power and stuff still come into it? It's, it's about all three, I'd say, equally. Yeah. You have to be technical. At this level, I'd say you have to be technical. Mm-hmm. But you also have to be very fit. Yeah, you have to yeah. be able to go three, three-minute rounds non-stop, really. And then you also, sometimes you go against the boxers who just try to put all their weight on you and push you in the corner yeah. and break you down and cut you off. And then it is about strength. Or you have to be very good at moving out of the corner. And if you can do that, yeah. and there are some incredible amateur boxers, and then they'll be fine, but you have to be very good to be able to do that. Sometimes you will just have to push them back yeah. and, just, and just get into a bit of a scrap. It does, it does get down to that in the top level sometimes as well. Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so I think that's basically all the sort of questions we got for you. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, nice one, man. Thanks for thanks for getting me onto the show as well. Yeah, and hopefully we can see you box tomorrow. You know, if if they haven't fit if they haven't officially cancelled yet, but mm. they're not pushing. Yeah, that'll be excellent. <laughs> yeah. See you guys tomorrow. All Cheers, right, man. We'll Cheers, Cheers, man. We'll see you. Thanks again. No worries. Bye-bye. Having just interviewed Mr. Roberto Lacourt, we will now be interviewing Mr. Ade Olegboji, and we're really excited for this one. Okay, thanks for coming on. Um, this is the third boxer we got on a live podcast. Final interview. Is it? It's a big one. Yeah. Who we've had you? we've had Roberto and George. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So that's pretty cool. You got into boxing quite recently. Yeah. So. I started, yeah, oh God, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. When did you get into it? Like? I started in October, so it was like in summer. I was like. I watched Creed 1 and 2 and I was like, fuck it, I might as well try it. So I started running. That's how you got, bro. I just watched Creed 1. It's the sickest movie ever. So yeah, yeah. Like, I, I started running and started hitting bags. So I was like, fuck it, I'll try it when I come to uni. And I've just, I've just enjoyed it ever since, man. It's been, it's been so good. That's, that's cool, the movie got you into it, man. I swear, bro. That's what George told us as well. Yeah. He watched Rocky Four when he was, like, 11. <laughs> and then he was like, his dad got him a bag for Christmas or something. Yeah. And then he just started boxing, and then he got into it. So you started October, so it's like, you've been boxing for about, like, four or five months now. Pretty much, yeah. That's much, crazy. Yeah. So and That's not already, long. That's not, that's that's not, long. not long at all. You already stepped into blue. Yeah. You're in Oxford Blue now. Somehow, somehow. What do you think has like set you apart that you've like taken someone's spot like that? Like, I, I can't. I think the stars just aligned. Like at first, I wasn't like in the best shape. I wasn't fit, but I started like taking it properly serious. Yeah. Like, Sunday especially is the worst session because it's like running at like 8 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mostly go to most of the Sunday sessions. I do runs by myself. Yeah. And just like 
just taking the right steps like with food and everything like that. And obviously I had my fight in Thailand versus I was against the other 81 guy. Mm-hmm. I won that. And also now he's like kind of injured. So it's kind of like everything just kind of made sense for me to take that spot in, in the team and it just worked mm-hmm. out. You said yeah. eating. Well, what's your diet like now? I just eat like, I just eat healthy boys because I like it. So I eat like salad. I eat like, I eat mostly like bread and meat and stuff like that. Just, yeah. Like, very bland stuff. I don't even season my chicken anymore. Very bland stuff, but you don't like, season it anymore. No, bro. Why? Bro, Roberto was like to me, if you put salt in your food, it fucks up your like water levels or some shit like that. So I just like calm. He's a national champ. I'm gonna listen to him. So I do that now. Yeah. Fair enough, bro. Fair, yeah, man. So, do you have like um, a meal plan or, or do you just kind of wing it? I mean, I usually have like chicken and rice. I have informal sometimes, but I usually just have chicken and rice. Yeah. And yogurt for breakfast. Fair, man. Fair. Yeah. We've already made it um, to a blue, which is mm. crazy. What do you think has, in such a short time, you've done so much? What do you think would put you apart from some average Joe who, mm. for example, might not be able to do that? Do you think it's like you're just maybe naturally a bit stronger? Uh, I think I've been training for quite a long time anyway because I did basketball first year, so I was okay. quite fit. Yeah. Before that, I did like rugby for like county and stuff in secondary school. Okay. I've been going to gym for like a couple. Like, so you've always been into sports when you were younger? Yeah. That makes never a boxing. Difference. Boxing is like a really balanced sport, never that, but I used to do a lot of team sports. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. You did county rugby, so you grew up in London, no? I grew up in Essex. In so Essex, oh, okay. near London, but yeah. Okay, uh, but you live in London now, no? No, I live in Essex still, but I live in like the Essex oh. that's basically London, like in the half and half bit. Oh, what, like Dagenham? Yeah, 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 kind oh, of. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. what That's like if someone from Surrey tells you they're from London, it's like <laughs> yeah. the other side, you no, know really. what I mean? Are you, from, are you nah. from London? I'm from Surrey. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when you came to Oxford the first time. No, I never said that. I never said Yeah, you remember it, right? What I said was, if people say they're from London, if people say that. Sorry, fuck's sake. If people say they're from London, I go, where in London are you from? Because I, I know places in London, but I never say I'm from London. It's yeah, not I'm true. Sure, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. So you said you did rugby and uh, basketball. How do you find boxing versus those team sports? Like, Do you think that like, being in a team has those values which you don't get in boxing as much? I feel like I've actually kind of enjoyed the contrast. So like, team sport is like you can rely on people, but also like if they fuck up, the whole mm-hmm. team is just kind of done. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's a group effort. But with boxing, it's like it's on, on you to put in the runs, the training, everything by yourself. And you come out and show it on the night. So it's like, I guess it teaches you a lot more like accountability and also like discipline because it's just you. No one's like pushing you around you. So it's just like, how hard, how much you really want this. I feel like it's taught me like the importance of like having motivation and discipline in terms of chasing goals and stuff like that. And it's a lot more fitness intensive. I feel like. Hundred percent. If you're like doing football when you're younger, if you're like the most skilled guy on the pitch, yeah. at the end of the day, you can be like, not that fit, and it just about works. You know what I mean? But I feel yeah. like in boxing. It's like a necessary condition. Like, oh. if you're not fit, that's it. It's you can't insane. be skilled and, and account for it. Like, you're just fucked. Fitness is like number one. Like, before last year, I did like maybe three, five k's in my life. But last year, I did like probably 30 in the space of like a time, which is just like, it's just a, a different level. It's a different level of fitness that you need. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. It's you, um, do you want to take, the, uh, take it a bit further, boxing? Like, maybe go to other competitions or is it for now just a uni thing? I'm not sure, you know. I'll see how it goes. Like, we've got a show against Sandhurst in June. I'll probably try and fight in. Yeah. I was gonna. I'm gonna try and train and go to that. Sick, you should come. Yeah. You should definitely fight. But yeah, like if if everything goes well and I still I keep I feel like I'm strong. I feel like I'm in shape. I might as well try like fighting freelance or like fighting for like a independent club or something. Yeah. That goes. That's so, sick. Yeah. That's sick. Fair enough for it. And talking about the contrast and shit, mm. the mindset you have to get into for boxing. Do you feel like the aggre- you have to have that aggression there or do you go in like more calm or so sort of like... I think it definitely helps me like, I can't lie, like, I actually get so get angry, off. I get so angry in the ring when it's like, why are you hitting me bro? I just, <laughs> I <stop. laughs> so I think you kind of need a little bit of that like, 
yeah. you can just flip the switch and just actually get angry and try and actually like physically hurt someone. Like thinking about it all yesterday, I was thinking about it. I was in bed, I was like, I actually really want to kill this person. I'm gonna fight on Friday. Like, <laughs> I really want to kill this person. So you kind of need that aggression and like. That Do you feel like it externalizes it, so you're like more chill most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then boxing is like an outlet to let it out. Like when you're on mm. bike, you start shouting like. Ah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Anger. Because um, I feel like there's some people, maybe in UFC more, mm. who. They've got this mentality of fighting, and sometimes they bring it to like uh, the real world as yeah. well. So in clubs and stuff. Yeah. But uh, in general, you're also the UFC guy, fighters so always it's... bang each other out outside the ring and shit, and just start like pushing Stupid, each other bro. and shit. Like, have yeah. Well. I feel like it teaches you like how to control 100%. yourself as well. 100%, yeah. Like when you when to use uh, that kind of force or when to. And not. if you just start swinging as well, you're gonna get punched in the face. <laughs> like if you're just not protecting yourself and stuff, yeah. you just get too angry. I feel like there's a big perception in people before they do boxing. They're always like. Oh, like, if I see red, I'm just going to smack the fuck out of you. <laughs> well, I feel like you must have learned from boxing, like, it's not the case. Like, you do, like, three months of boxing training and you can bang, like, basically anyone. But like. I've been banged so many times that I know, like, no one in the world that's not trained could actually... Well, maybe people in the world could, but, like, no one, like, in Oxford that's not trained could actually hurt anyone in boxes. Like, boxing teaches you how to actually properly fight. It's not yeah. the same as, like, a normal fucking street fight. Like, people forbid. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's mad? When I was doing football, like, at like, age of 10, I was, like, a centre-back, so they'll put me on this bitch and be like, Ade, Go take this person out because I was like a really like physical football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I had the aggression from a young age as well. I did football, I did swimming a little bit, I did gymnastics, but I never actually did any like aggressive no, sports. Like yeah, that, wow. For a long time until rugby and then obviously boxing. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. How do you find it's difficult now training for varsity to balance that also with like your degree? Uh, I find it really hard. Like these past few weeks, I've kind of like slacked on my uni work, but I guess I've got the back to make up for it. So I don't really mind. Like varsity is like my biggest like thing in my mind right now I yeah. don't really care about my degree too much but that's fair I mean you, you don't got finals for a while yeah 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 so that's yeah. and um, you won your first fight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how did you find it the whole experience like what surprised you about it and shit was it it was mad I think what surprised me is that I wasn't actually like crazy nervous like on the day mm-hmm. we, we got there at like 1 o'clock I fought like 8 or something I was in the in the change room for like 7 hours and I was just like I fell asleep were you, were you doing like training and shit to like I was doing like skipping rope I was doing like pads and stuff but I literally fell asleep for like 2 hours and I was just like Okay, if I fight, if I lose, I lose, but if I want to win, it's just like, I guess when you're there, you put in all the work and it's like, now it's time to show it, and if it goes wrong, it goes wrong, it goes right, it goes wrong. At least you know you've given your exactly, all. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That was fun, it was so fun. My friends were there as well, everyone was screaming in the car, that, that, I loved that a lot, that was really helpful. That was what started me training boxing. Is it? Seeing, Seeing you and Charlie, I was like, okay, I want to try now. <laughs> Come like, through, man. Yeah. yeah. That was sick, it was sick. That's sick, man. Um, was it only one fight so far, so this is your second fight? Yeah, it's my second fight. Are you a bit nervous for it, or how are you feeling? I think I was much more nervous the first time around because it's like a new experience. This time I kind of know what it's going to be like, like to get in the ring and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not nervous. I'm just like... And you've I'm seen the photos of the Cambridge guys just <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them look a bit mean, but most of them look... Well, they're all very ugly, but other than that, <laughs> most of them are like... I don't know. They don't look too scary, so we'll have to see. Come on, fight. I don't yeah. know. I'm guessing it's the the black guy because he looks, he looks like my size, but we'll yeah. have to see how it goes, man. What's the like team spirit like? between everyone is there like a lot of like community and like the different weight classes you're all like doing it together and talking about how to strategize or like it's sick yeah we're all, we always, always like run together at like training and stuff so mm-hmm. we all get along really well everyone's like giving each other tips on how to get better i love the team everyone's That's so sick. nice yeah and we're gonna get for drink, go for drinks afterwards and go like properly mad so we like, should start a Christchurch Fight Club. I was saying. <laughs> we don't have one. We kind of have. We kind of yeah, have already. We can't talk about it. But so no, we definitely should. Just for the people listening, the other day, like I said, we're all at Christchurch. We got two people fighting from our college and the other day we just had all of us in this guy George's room maybe like 15 of us and everyone was just beating the shit out of each other not Ade and George you know they gotta stay prepared for the fight like do you feel like you're actually do you feel like your training 
sort of like decreases a bit just before the fight because you don't want to get injured and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you kind of right? have to taper down. You kind of have bit. to like. Yeah. So have you been mostly chilling the last week, or you doing runs and stuff? So or? we did our last hard one on Sunday. We did mm-hmm. session on Tuesday, and I've done nothing else other than that. Kind of have to like, you can't get hurt before a fight. It's just stupid. Yeah. Stay, stay prepared. So. Bro, I was fighting Tom Welsh and like, I got a massive bruise. Is here. it? Yeah. <laughs> he was throwing some big shots. <laughs> are you good? You powered them up. After, huh? your, after your first fight, are you good? Yeah, I'm chill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so angry at Adam, bro. I'm so pissed. That's why I'm, I'm going to train so hard over the holidays so I can beat the shit out of that You'll guy. Bad, he's, he's my roommate as well. train. We, so we have six sessions a week, but I go to maybe five because I sometimes have like, work to do. Five is a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. Five is but you do lot. extra fitness as well, like runs and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But I run like really late at night, so it doesn't really affect my work too much. Yeah. So. That's sick, man. Mm. Well, enough. we've done. Um, we've gone over a lot of the topics, mm-hmm. and just want to say thank you for for coming and Thanks joining us on the you. podcast, man. And we want to wish you like the best of luck for your fight. I think you. we'll be all we'll be there. We'll be supporting, yeah, man. That's it. Uh, we'll be putting up some black tie. Appreciate you, man. Uh, I'll try my best. I'll I think it'll be best. good. Um, yeah, but uh, thanks for coming, man. Yeah, no cheers for coming on. Thanks for having me. So we've just heard from Mr. Ade Olagboji. And we've also heard from two other boxers, Mr. George Garner and Mr. Roberto Lacourt. It's been an exciting episode having, in, having interviewed uh, three varsity boxers. And we hope you've enjoyed it. Indeed, we hope you've enjoyed the whole first season. We're really excited to have recorded seven good episodes. And we never expected it to, to come this far. We've got a little outro that Farris recorded. And we hope you enjoy it. It's a little bit cringe, a la Farris. Um, but here we are. We hope you've enjoyed episode seven and season one. We here on the Love Podcast want to say thank you to all members of the Love Gang. We wouldn't have done it. We wouldn't have gone here without you guys. Um, you know, all the support, all the appreciation, all the even just attention we've received. We're just uh, really thankful for you guys. Thank you so much. So. Um, we just want to wish you guys a lovely back. Um, you guys all deserve it um, out there in Loaf Gang, and of course, um, our you know, my other co-hosts on the Loaf Podcast. Um, finally, uh, I just want to say that next term, be hyped. We have a lot of speakers, a lot of guests planned for Trinity, so uh, just you wait. Um, so I think, um, yeah, this is. Episode 7, season finale of The Loaf Podcast, season 1. Stay safe and be awesome. Loaf out. Bye.